Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. at it again with another shade of blue. My name is Cody Bradley. Thad Bell, Robert Russert are here. The old trio. We've dropped David for the weekend. He's at the Royals game. Couldn't join us. So the old trio is back. How are you guys doing? I'm doing, doing well, but I think David would say he's at the Yankees game. Just saying. That's true. Yes. <laughs> the, the Yankees game, not the Royals game. I think he has his priorities in wrong. Just wrong. Well, I went to the game last night, and it was also not a good game, so it hasn't been a good series for them. So good for him. He gets to watch his team probably win today. But we have some soccer to talk about. FC Dallas and Sporting Kansas City drew 2-2 two to two last night. We're going to talk about that game, but in keeping with the theme of poor soccer, I think we're going to have Thad. We got some KC Current talk as well, right? I heard that game did not go as planned. No, it was a 3-0 loss in Portland. They didn't look good. I think they were outshot 15-1 to for shots on goal or something Oh, my like word. Um, I know they have injuries. I know they have the Challenge Cup semifinal coming up in midweek this week. But the lineup they put out was very not offensive. So, Or very offensive, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was not a lot of a... Not a lot of positive for the current. The current flowed negative yesterday. They've been really good no. most of this year, but in, in the Challenge Cup. But we'll see how they go. Is that AC or DC? Oh, sorry. <laughs> boo! Both of your jokes. Boo. <laughs> okay. Well, that we got a lot of current talk out of that. That was maybe like what thirty seconds of it. Well, you know, there wasn't a lot to good positive to talk about. Yeah. But the positive is they are playing in the Challenge Cup semifinal. I think it's Wednesday. And who's that against? Oh, he's being challenged here. Oh. Dang. North Carolina. Okay. He said confidently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, well, we'll hope they can turn it around. There was some positive from the Sporting KC game that we can talk about, I guess, right? We can turn that into a full podcast, I think, can't we, boys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course we can. We can do well, whatever. And, and here's my question to you. That game yesterday, watching that, do you walk out of there feeling like there's a positive direction attained or a negative or neutral? That's a good question. And I guess from the game, I can say that it felt like there was a positive direction. But then at the same time, I we now know we you know we haven't potted since the news of Gotti Kinda. So at the same time, it's we now know that this is it and this is all we have for the rest of the season, which doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. Not for the rest of the season necessarily. Till the next transfer window, at least though. Which opens when? July. Seventh? Oh, that's sooner than I was thinking. Seven or eight weeks. So there's like seven or eight weeks that they don't have a transfer window. And they have, and th- during that time, you have all the other teams in the, in the world off. So it'll be easier mm-hmm. to find somebody without having to buy them out or something like that. And they do have money. The problem is they don't have a DP slot. They don't have... They don't have, they can't, so they can't go too high with value. Although they could bring in probably two players that could potentially be better than what is playing right now or close to it. Yeah, I mean, at some point, maybe today, maybe another pod, but uh, where is the biggest area of need now that Gotti's gone? We had that discussion not too long ago, but that may have changed things too. But. Yeah, I suppose we can save that one for. Another another conversation, but I do I want to hear what you think about Thad's question. There is the team going in the right direction, or well, I mean, you can look at it. It's the first time we scored two goals in a game all season, right? right? That was cool. But it's also the first time Dallas scored on the road and they scored twice against us. So, <laughs> <laughs> and one of those goals came from a PK that, in my opinion, was quite questionable. Okay, but hey, I mean, it, it shows the value of positioning. Daniel used his body well. He returned the guy, and then he sold it well, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, well done, Daniel. Come on. He sold it well, <laughs> and as Thad and I learned in our training talk with him a couple weeks ago, he, he knows how to do it. He, he's mastered the art of falling down, the art of getting fouled. I'm not sure he's mastered the art, otherwise he would probably draw a lot more. But he <laughs> is much more cognizant of it than say, a center forward on the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he, we were talking about Kyrie Shelton that week, and that's another one. Kyrie just continued to take a beating in this game. There were at least a couple that it was just blowing my mind that there was no whistle. Yeah, he was not diving and got taken down, and there was no call. The first one felt like revenge from the referee association. <laughs> like, legitimately, <laughs> it was like, no one even questioned it. Like, that guy just got tackled hard. And the play continued without a thought. And it just felt like, yeah, take that, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, the, the pro has a little hit list for the referees to I just think they... take out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally sure that we want to go on record saying that. but Well, you already know. did, and I'm not editing it's it. It's all so. prognostication. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to re-release that bit about about Daniel talking about the art of getting fouled yeah. and, and all of that this week. So And I did not see it live because I was late to the game for other reasons. But looking back at the replay, I thought it was at least a fair call. It may have been softer than some, but it was definitely uh, more earned than some that I've seen also. Did you see the Shallowy and the guy that fouled him, the discussion before the PK? 
No, I did not. Because it was what it did, was clear it was clear that Daniel like said something to the guy like. He, like he was acknowledging he oh, knew yeah. he went down quite easy. Yeah, and then the guy, the guy even like turned and looked at the referee. Was like, ah, come on, did you hear that? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. come on. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, you know he. That's it sucks, but like that's what worked. And then another example of it, again, is what Felipe Hernandez did. The weird thing where he runs by the keeper and like grazes him on the head. Really dumb of him. It was a terrible look for Felipe to do it. I look at him differently now, if I'm being honest with you, after him doing it. But whatever that keeper did, it looked ridiculous, but that's what drew attention to it, and it very well likely could have resulted in some punishment. Yeah, I mean, people have done less and gotten cards. Uh, it was in Orlando. I can't remember who it was, but Kaka? Kaka? Kaka. Uh, got, like, ruffled somebody's hair and got a card for mm. him. And they were former teammates. They were friends. So it wasn't like even remotely antagonizing. Yeah. When I watched the replay of Felipe doing that, it my first thing was I looked up like, do these guys know each other? Was that just like a love pat on the head? But no, I guess it was not at all. That was just a heat of the moment. He was all fired up and just felt like he had to like poke this guy in the back of the head. It's just a very childish, gross thing. Like I really hated it. I think as it comes out, there we'll probably find out that there was a bug on the back of his head, and he was just trying to help him out. <laughs> oh man, I hope, I hope there was a moth. It might have been a sucks to be you little comment during that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Those are two <laughs> two things that two players like did things that embellished a little bit. Shallowy going, you know, knows the art of going down, and this keeper making a show of this. Like a uh, non soccer fans see that. And that is a, a, a stain on on our game, but him doing it is what drew attention to it, and it worked. So we still incentivize this negative behavior. Well, it didn't work in that That's, Felipe right. didn't get a red card or you're right, but they looked a talking at it. to. But they looked at it, yeah. and he did get a talking to, whatever that means. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably doesn't care what a ref says to him after being yelled at by Vermees for a couple of years. I right. Mean, that's like nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's a photographer sitting next to me who shoots a lot of other sports. He's not a soccer guy. I mean, he's a very good photographer, but he's sitting there going, why are these guys diving all the time? Damn MLS dives all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's a sporting doesn't do it as much as other teams by, by far, but <laughs> a feeble defense there, but all we can muster. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Okay, uh, so the first goal that Dallas scored, both goals were well taken. They were. But I, it, I'm i just going to pose the question here without comment. Do we have questions about Tim Melia on this free kick? Yeah, I, I think he was too far to the near post myself. I mean, you can go forward, okay? Anybody knows you can go forward, whether you're an outfielder in baseball or whatever. You can always go forward. Going back is difficult. So mm-hmm. to me, he was too far forward there. Should have stepped a few steps back. Of course, that's easy to say, you know, after what happened. Yeah. But uh, that just seems logical to me. I think he was too far near post. Yeah, I mean, I won't disagree just because of the result. I mean, he may have read something different that we didn't see. Because I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt that he knows more about it than I do. Right, but right. it did look like he was probably just a little bit out of the right spot. But it was still a fantastic shot. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was, and he was out of position, but still, even that being said, I'm still not sure how the ball went over him. Or, like, I, I still don't understand how he missed the ball. Like, how the ball goes over a keeper and under the post like that. That just confuses me. Well, even the more so, it actually sure. deflected off a defender's head. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, defender being Courtney Ford, who yeah. had another pretty good game. Yeah, holes and all. <laughs> yes, we did discover, uh, thank you to the online sleuths that discovered it for us, They some soccer players cut holes in the back of their socks to relieve the pressure from the tight socks. And Thad, we were all qu- kind of confused last week, but we got our answer. I have seen some holes in socks, but his look like Swiss cheese. Yes, his, <laughs> his were extravagant. By far. It's going to be a new fashion trend. Yeah, I, mean, I, I even, all, all stores now. I, I even like made sure to take a good shot of it last night just to get a good shot of how many <laughs> holes was in his socks. Well, whatever he's doing seems to be working. I know, Thad, you wanted to talk about the defense tonight, so I will go to you to give your thoughts on the defense tonight. Uh, well, actually, I want to go back and answer my own question earlier because asking the okay. question sometimes is not an answer in itself. I did move on from that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. No, no, is the team in the right direction, Thad Bell? If, if there's a, a scale of 10 being, yes, they're doing much better and zero being they're going in absolutely the wrong direction, I would give them a six. So, yes, I think there was positive out of that performance. Very cold take there, but okay. It was a reasonable take. I know. That's... <laughs> Cody's here for the hot takes. I'm here to actually give my actual opinion. I'm trying to make content here, you guys. <laughs> I know, but I, you know, I have some ethics too. So, um, <laughs> but no, I think it was a positive that they played well for big chunks of the game against a team that's they've struggled against for the last few years. Uh, Dallas did not come out the way they have the last few years and time wasting in the first minute. I mean, mm-hmm. they they still did some Dallas things, but under a new manager, they're trying to play. They have the talent. There's no reason they shouldn't play. Uh, and they came out and played. And Sporting looked better against them, partly because of that, partly because I think Sporting is getting a little healthier mentally. Mm-hmm. They're not there yet. I mean, that's that would, I'm not going to say like they're going to go win the next 12 games because that would be a hell of a good bet, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't take that bet. But <laughs> yeah, me either. But I, I I did see positive. There was chunks where they they controlled the game. There was they were creating some good chances that the keeper had to make some good saves on, or a defender had to get the back post on on that one shallowy shot. So there was a good positives there. And they were doing that. I mean, yeah, I know we were just going to talk about the defense there, but I'm still on the midfield, and so they were doing that with two eights. And Uri at the six is basically what we're calling what the midfield game was there, like two two eights and a six. And Uri had a very poor game. Very poor game. I saw there was like one pass or maybe a moment and a half that I was like, I give him like a positive moment. But every other thing, there, there were just some horrendous passes there. And yeah, that was that was troubling. And then... I yes, I do agree with what you're saying. Like there was a little more going forward, but I'm just not sure how it was happening. I think it's just Logan and Denbe has to like bypass the midfield himself by dribbling up the wing, <laughs> and that's how chances are getting created. Because yeah, that it's just I and again I'm I'm kind of a Remy Voltaire guy, but like that's our that's our quote unquote ten. Like is that what we're going for as a ten right now? Like if if that's the case, like the struggles are going to continue there. There's a lot of years where they never have a true 10 anyway. I mean, Benny's yeah. been the closest to a true 10 right. since whenever. Um, but, yeah, going back to Yuri, the the Catalan ginger. Yes. Uh, we love the guy. <laughs> I love the guy. He's a super great guy. And I do hope that he gets into form. I mean, he's not had that chance yet. 
I don't think he's the only problem in this offense or defense or mm-hmm. midfield. Yeah, we love Yuri or Uri. I'm not. I wasn't hating on him. I think he would acknowledge that he uh, he played very poorly as well. We'll uh, we'll have to have him on a Tuesday talk and see what we can get. That's a good one. Who do we want this week? Courtney Ford. That wouldn't be bad. We could definitely delve into the holes, but or other things. <laughs> Maybe the actual soccer he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the other one. We how about the guy we talked to last week, Robert. Volader. I got I, that nailed that last name, by the way. Nailed it. Yes, you did. I think other than one very obvious got juked by Jesus. Mm-hmm. On that on the goal. Yeah. I, I thought he played pretty well. I mean not perfect, but he's also twenty. So and that is a positive sign is we had two of our three U twenty two initiative guys start last night and a third one come in off the bench. Yeah, I thought he did decent. He did look very bad on that on the on the goal. But then, you know, right after him, like, he got beat, and then um, Duke was right there and didn't close him down. And yeah. that, that was – so you can't just put it necessarily on him. Like, it wasn't necessarily the greatest defensive moment from anyone on our team, but it was a good goal. And since you – sorry, Robert, go ahead. Oh, no, I, since, since, you know, we're talking about that, attack-wise, what do you think – how do you think uh, Valadere compares to Fontes as a left center back? Did I see enough to know that? I feel I like know. the moments I saw as a center back going forward, it seemed to be Courtney Ford, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, I think Robbie does make some good passes. He's not Fontas level to make those passes. Right. As I think, uh, basically, I think Fontas, when he was at his best so far this year, has basically taken over the Ilya role of the long passes from the six because the six wasn't doing it. But with Fontas out, for whatever reason, benched because he, somebody's <laughs> unhappy with him. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but anyway, you need to fade away from the microphone for that. <laughs> he he was leaking confidence terribly <laughs> as he said that. Uh, but I think I think he has that ability in him. Uh, it, it, he's still twenty, so I mean, right, right. Wearing a knee brace. Yeah, I don't like that. It makes me nervous, especially with this team. Nervous? Yeah, sorry. That okay. was. I'm so, I hope my my. Family doesn't listen to this. That's my. That's the thing my dad says. Let's just <laughs> skip right past that. I didn't just say nervous. Your, right. your mom does listen to these, you know. <laughs> yes, but as my far as as fan. far as Fontes goes, obviously he's that penetrating pass guy, interior passing guy that you know we're kind of missing right now in, in some ways. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to see Valadere out there and the back four. I think we're we're pretty solid. Robbie is R O B I. By the way, yes. How okay. do you know that? How do you not know that? <laughs> I mean, I was I spelled it originally uh, R O B B I E, uh. and then I saw, and then I went with a Y, and then I actually saw that Mains or one of his old team tweeted a happy birthday, and it had R O B I, so yeah. I switched it last minute. Okay, good to know. What uh, about Cam Duke? Is the now? right back, guys? Is he twenty one now? Uh, yeah, his birthday was like coming up when we did that interview. Wasn't yeah, that's it? right. I think so. But Duke. Yes, what do you what did you think? Man. I think he goes forward as good as any of the other outside backs for damn sure. His defense is not the highest, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that bad. There was but a moment in the 75th minute he's beat over the top and I mm. had Courtney Ford coming to cover him and he really made a risky attack at a uh, attempt at a tackle. That could have turned out bad, but uh, I mean, you know, he's going to learn. His first game in, you can't expect you know brilliance, 
But uh, he had some great entry work in the moments before goal number two, and then in the lead up to goal number two as well, as you know, penetrating balls and then following up to be available. So that was good. He was doing the work that Vermees requires from mm-hmm. the job. There was one play he you know, won the ball, then then lost it, and then won it right back again. Right. So he was he was doing the work. Yeah, and I, it's not his first game in at that spot, but it's not his normal spot. I agree. Sure, sure. I, again, if he plays there, and I, I'm guessing uh, Zussi having a quad injury means he'll play a few games there, if nothing else. Before. you got the Open Cup match coming up, too, so yes, one extra match. And I'm not sure when Caden Pierre gets back. Do we That's, know anything about the injury to Zussi? Just that it was a quad. Right. That's all anybody said, and I just ass- I'm going to make the assumption that it's a minimum of two or three weeks. Laughable question of me to ask there. So not just precautionary, huh? As long as he doesn't have minor surgery first. <laughs> yeah, no, all injuries just scare me now. Uh, Bulletter with the with the brace, and just uh, I don't like it. <laughs> and that, that's the that's the bad thing about sometimes when the when these happen, like now you're down to okay, there's only one guy to play this spot, or there's only, there's this guy and a 16 year old to play this spot. It's it starts to make you a, a little nervous. It does. So what about that second goal? You know. Or after Johnny's PK, where did he go to? That was interesting. Oh yes, so? yes, that was something we wanted to talk about. It looked like it looked like Johnny, after scoring his PK, went to the section of the cauldron where the ultras reside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was cool. And then I'm also told after the game he kind of he went over to them and, and maybe made some peace. So that's good to know. Just an update on the ultras situation. Yeah, he was he was headed to the right corner, and then it's like something clicked in his mind. Mm-hmm. He's like headed back to the ultras, and yeah, it was a good moment. I think. Mm-hmm. I hope anyway. Yeah, and I, I think Johnny realized he did wrong. I mean, regardless of what they may have said to him, you don't go interact with fans like that. It, yeah, it John, has to be all positive, not negative. Johnny, a grown man, probably realized he did something wrong. If if only the other side would have acknowledged such a such a thing as well, but <laughs> we'll just ignore that. Yeah, sometimes you have to uh, bite the bullet and just accept it. You know. Yeah, bad bad luck from the from the ultras still. Anyway. We don't, I don't. I'm not trying to make enemies of from that from that group here, but not a good look. Yeah, go stand in the calder next to him, Cody. Cody's got red hair. <laughs> At that, Cody. Though. <laughs> okay. Um, what else are we missing from this game, gentlemen? All right. Let's talk about the time we were up a man, right? Okay. All right. So, what? Okay, Kyrie Shelton to me is not the guy that you wanted a center forward in that moment. But I'm not going to talk about Kyrie. I'm going to talk about Shalloway. Shall yeah, start we... with Kyrie, but not talk about Kyrie. Well, <laughs> I'm going to allude to Kyrie. Shalloway's playing out wide in this moment. And, okay, the theory is that's where the space is. Dallas is packing it in. I get that. But, hey, there's a lot of space out there, okay? And think about the first goal. Daniel in the box, using his body well. Draw on a PK. What's the second goal? Daniel in the box, a nice touch and turn, finishes the ball. Daniel does that stuff well. It just bugs the hell out of me that he hangs out so wide when we're up a man, space in the box, we need a goal to win the game. Get your ass, get your butt, sorry, Daniel, in the box, and do what you do well. That is not Kyrie Shetland's game first place. I think maybe uh, Voinovich should have been in there for him. But, um, you know, Daniel... Get in the box more. We so, need you in there. So two things to that. 
why don't we play Daniel? Why don't we just put him at striker then? It sounds like you're describing that he's a good striker. Why don't you just put him at striker? Well, I don't think, I think he's a very good wide player too. And I think Kyrie for, you know, the most of the match, he had a good match. But when it's so packed in tight, that's not Kyrie's game. Yeah. Kyrie doesn't make those, makes himself available in spaces. That's not Kyrie's thing. Kyrie's thing, it actually, it played out perfectly at one point in that game. And Nate even mentioned it. It's, Kyrie's fast and he's big and he's like strong and kind of hold out hold people off. So it's that it's it, we, and we always talk about it, it's the hold up game. But sometimes all he has to do is just push the ball into space away from a center back, and then <laughs> right. that just that alone just gives the team enough time to get up the field. Yep. Yeah. And that's good. That's awesome. He does that well. But if that's what we're talking about, the the best thing our striker does, then yes, there's obviously a large issue there. There's still a lot of other good things he does back in the middle, but it's not something as easy to go here here and here everything it's that other stuff that's more intangible but mm-hmm. I, I get what everybody's saying and yes i would actually have liked to have seen mikola yeah. come in instead where why on earth how do you not bring him in well that's the thing we're not at training we're not in the locker room we don't know what's going on there so it's easy for us to say those kind of things that he should be in there All right but I, well that's why i was asking this question like is yeah. there something that we're you know is has he not been doing the right things on the training ground? Or it must be the case, right? For Nikola, I I don't see that the the little bit of training that we get to see. But uh, I will say it was either the last one I went to or the one before that. Shelton was just banging in goals like left and right. Okay. I like, training. Where's this? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I've also seen Nikola bang in a few in training that were pretty awesome. Also, <laughs> it's and um, I think in the last one I went to, him and Johnny and couple of the other young guys were out after everybody else went in and just working on touch, touch, shot, touch, touch, shot type of stuff. Um, I don't want to give away secrets of what their training method is. <laughs> but, it was, I mean, typical finishing kind of stuff, passing right. and finishing stuff. I I would like to have seen Nikola come in instead of Kyrie because I do think he might be better in that situation. I'm not sure, but I think he might be better. I'd like to see it at least. But the one thing is Kyrie should be able to – body up and if he's not making these runs in the box he needs to at least be screening people doing picks essentially uh keeping a center back from moving to another spot by just oh, by owning a spot you know that sort of thing back to shallowy for a second i go back to even when he was younger mm-hmm. and i we it was in my mind like you know why doesn't he play center forward because he's got a knack for scoring goals he didn't want to play center forward he wants right. to play wing he yeah. fe- he feels safer coming from outside to in than rather than being in and that, I mean, that was his words back then. I, he's older and more mature and, in theory, stronger. Uh, so I think he's better in the box than he used to be, mm-hmm. but I still think he feels much more comfortable being from the outside in. So I would rather see Shallowy be where he's comfortable and Johnny be where he's comfortable. Then, and then instead of doing one of those where you move two or three guys to where you think they're better and now nobody's comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, you've got Ndenbe on that left side. They've... Dallas yeah. is packing it in. You got a Denbe over there. You've got Felipe Hernandez over there. You got Shallowy over there, and that just kind of mucks things up anyway. And there's not a whole lot of space over there. I had a couple of comments on our page about how they're so frustrated they didn't even try the right side much in those last ten, you know, minutes, fifteen minutes when we were up a man. So I, I get what they're coming from. The positive side, I was shooting on that left side. So. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, going back to Shelton, I think we've all figured out that the less he touches the ball the better, meaning when the ball comes to his feet, his first touch is good. He's fine. He holds up the play. 
make a simple pass, and then get rid of the ball and run off the ball. The more he touches it, it's awkward. Uh, he unintentionally turns out doing something good sometimes because his feet get tripped up or mixed up on him and just touch the ball less and get off the ball movement and do that, do that thing, Kyrie. The one shot he made last night that I think the, the uh, propaganda Twitter account said was, uh, you know, it was a great, good half volley attempt or something. No, he basically almost tripped and just kind of poked the ball exactly. forward. Exactly, yeah. Um, again, I, I, I like Kyrie, and I think in the right spots, he's very, very good. I think he is not at his best this year. I, it's not defensible. I mean, in the past, I've very much defended Kyrie a lot. I just don't think this year he is doing as good as he has in the past. Yeah. The whole team isn't, but – you need somebody there doing a little bit better. I know, and I found myself legitimately kind of like feeling sorry for Kyrie and the grind that he is currently in. Just after yeah. one of those hits he took where the play just continued, no one thought a second about it. And and then there was one, you know, he, he did get a pretty decent shot off at one point in this game and, and, and forced over actually quite a good yes, save. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and it was just like that, you could just feel it, feel his pain in his head there. It's like, every, you know, every single, every single thing I do, it just doesn't work. Like the header in the last game that it looked good, it just, you know, right at the keeper, and then he gets a good shot off this one. It's just, yeah, it just, I felt myself feeling sorry for didn't him. He get a, didn't he get a half-decent header in this game too? Um, in the second half? I Well, you you say a half, there was a half-decent chance, but I don't think it was a good header. It just kind of glanced off of his head. Yeah, the one I remember. I have to go look it back up again. I'm but I do want to, I want to talk about, Voinovich in this regard. And I didn't mean to say, like, oh, there's some controversy that we're missing. I'm only pointing this out because it just seems to me that there must be something more than just for the, the standard of Vermees favors Shelton over him right now. Because I think if, if there wasn't, if that was just the case, I think we would have seen him for five minutes or something in, you know, in this last game. And, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like maybe there's more just something there. Maybe it's not something in training that, that he, or he's being a dick in training or something. It could have just been the last performance he saw out of him. He just didn't see anything and, you know, didn't want to bring him in this one. But I do, it just, to me, it seems like there must must be something there beyond just uh, I favor Shelton a little more right now. And I think you actually made a really good observation there, Cody. I know that's rare that I'm going to give you that much credit, right? Rare that I make a good observation and that you credit me for it. <laughs> No, you, you have way more than what I give you credit for. Um, I do think in his last, Nikola's last game that he got significant time, and I don't remember which one it was. He did not look all that good. Mm-hmm. Now, the rest of the yeah. team, again, did not look all that good either. And he still is in that trying to learn the league and, pro- and muscle up probably and all that other good stuff. Uh, Janice is a different guy, so him not having a lot of – he has more time, but he's had – he's still not – you know, fully integrated in the team. Right. But he's just a different kind of player. And he's he, his creation is going to be by him making the first step, the fast, quick step, mm-hmm. and forcing people to close in on him and foul him and stuff like so, that. So you're kind of alleging that that is the why it's maybe harder for Vermees to make that sub in the game is because yeah. it's going to just kind of change heavily the way they're playing. Also, having asked Vermees these questions a hundred times, I'm not going to repeat asking the same que- same question when I'm pretty sure what the answers will be. Mm-hmm. But after the red card, sporting kind of like faltered for a little bit. I felt they didn't, they weren't making use of that man advantage. Uh, you know, it's like they had to mentally adjust to that, right? 
Uh, Dallas just fell into doing the bunker like they should in that case. When um, after a few minutes, Sporting started to pick it up and started to get a little better offense, a little better pressure. It might have been all too much to one side or it wasn't as effective. But there for a while, they weren't even getting a good, like, you know, surround the bunker type of situation, right? But when they finally started to get that, when from Vermees' perspective, if he's happy with the game state, he's not making a change. Mm-hmm. There's not somebody tired, not somebody hurt. He thinks that they're creating chances and putting somebody else in at that point maybe throws off that ability, you know, because now they got to readjust to somebody else and a different person and different style, different mentality or whatever. I think that might be one reason that Vermees doesn't do it. And I think that also would have been the third sub. So if somebody went down in the last five minutes, you would have been now playing even. So I think there's all of those little factors in there that we just go, put somebody new in, put somebody new in, put somebody Mm -hmm. different. It's easy to say that. (laughs) And he's sitting there going, I'm trying to get a result out of this. You know, it's it's bad that a one or a two two draw at home against a good team is a positive result at this point. But it is a positive result at this point. So now you're just trying to build, build two two straight two straight draws next week. Going to make it a streak, an undefeated streak, <laughs> gentlemen. Some positive, right? At New York City in one of their seventeen different home locations. <laughs> yeah, this year. Yeah, which one is it? I don't even know. It's at Yankee Stadium. I think somebody said it was at Mets. Oh, really? I don't. I, I that this is not accurate information. I admit that. And somebody <laughs> said that, and I don't know if it was a joke or reality. So I admit that. Well, okay. Speaking of that, I mean, Nashville opens a new stadium today. St. Louis next year. Inner Miami got a big step forward to their new stadium. We're looking at you, NYFC, in New England. Get those stadiums, guys. I've been rooting for New York City FC to get. Their stadium in one of the boroughs. Oh, of course, you're I'm, a Manchester I'm, City fan. Well, no, I, I have no allegiance. I feel no allegiance to them as a right, Manchester right. City fan. It's just, isn't that why they, <laughs> that was like why they felt there was an opportunity for a team there. Like the yeah. other, you know, those other guys are in Jersey. Like we're going to be in the boroughs. We're your team. Right, yeah. And they're, what, there wasn't the promise that three years that was Yankee Stadium, that was the max. In three years, they're going to have a location. Yeah, but you know how this works, Cody. Come on. Good lord, yeah, <laughs> it's like politics, man. I make the promise, I get elected. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, there was complications we did not foresee. Right. I hear they have a lead still in New York, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool area too. By like by the water, is that the one you're talking about? I think so. I guess yeah. it's all by the water there, but yeah, but uh, yeah, former parking garage that area. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, I'm rooting. My sister, brother-in-law live out there. I go there often. I'm I'm rooting for them to have a cool spot to go see some soccer. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do want them to have something, not because I like them in any way, shape, or form, but yeah. every team should have its home. You know, I mean, you got to share once in a while or something, but that's that's one thing. But they should have a home. They're, they should be, they're a big enough brand. They're in a big city. They should have a home. So are we going to make it a streak next week? No. No, loss coming. <laughs> I, I feel like a loss is coming. You know, you never know, man. I mean, sporting tends to play a, play exactly. up to better teams Yes, in the past. That's so why I said I feel like a loss is coming. Every time in my life I, I, I go into it like, all right, we're about to get rocked here, boys. Then it, they turn out an awesome win. So, What do you think, Robert? I think that might be a little bit in the past. I'm not sure this team is capable of that. Sorry. Different, different team this year, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and New York is very capable of exploding 
four or five goals. So, yeah. Yes, they are. And sporting is perfectly capable of exploding with one. <laughs> hey, two. We got up to two. Come on. All right. Well, on that high note, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go sporting. Drink.